Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five-star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax. And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year they may be the best team in the nba fun facts for you about dating i think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life on wax And I got a very special guest in the building. He's a local San Antonio celebrity. Everybody loves him. Everybody knows him. We got Spurs Jesus in the building. What's up, baby? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Thanks for having me, man. Good, man. Good. Just just finished up, man. Uh, taking a day to chill, but uh, you know, feeling good. Man, you, you, man? you really do need a recovery day for Fiesta. I'm kidding you not. Yeah, man, I was everywhere. I've been everywhere. I mean, if you're just if you're just doing Fiesta, you know, hard on one night a night, you know, the next day, you know, you might need a recovery. That's... But I was at like every event, almost like two, three events a day, man. It was crazy. And it started in the afternoon. Like you got there early. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, are you talking about for uh, Saturday? Right, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, man, I started I started on Saturday for King William Fair. Uh, I started that at like, I mean, I was up at like 6 a.m. going because I had uh, I had a party that day. And I, so I'm, I'm a candidate right now for uh, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Man of the Year campaign. And so that means I got to raise as much money as I can for blood cancer awareness. So, um uh, I had a party that day for King William Fair, and so the night before, man, I had been going until, like, I mean, one in the morning, getting things ready and coordinating bands, and I had DJ Quake from Spurs out there, and, and, and uh, so it was crazy. I was running around like a madman, and then I had to be up the next morning at, like, six to be setting the party up and all sorts of stuff, so, yeah, it was a long day, long yeah. day, and then the Flambeau Parade was that night. So, uh, and, and you're there until it closes? Yeah, man, I mean... I think I think my first Fiesta event. I, I was doing. I'm just thinking about you know Fiesta's two weeks long, man. So uh, or like you know a week and a half, I guess. But I think I started doing Fiesta events on like the 14th of of uh, April. So I got ahead of time because there was Fiesta metal events and stuff, man, going on like crazy. And so I had a Fiesta metal uh, this year. So that was a fundraising item for my my leukemia lymphoma man of the year campaign. So. I, uh, I had to try to be everywhere to sell it, and so it was on all, all sorts of events, man. I was a food judge for Oyster Bake. Uh, 
I was at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was a food judge for Taste of New Orleans. But then I was at Oyster Bake, yeah, with uh, with Russell Rush from Mix 96.1. And right. then uh, I was in the the Cavalier River Parade because I'm uh, I'm the reigning prince of the Riverwalk for 2017. So I had to be in that, that the Cavalier River Parade. Meanwhile, going to the, the Spurs games and having Spurs game watching parties and uh what else did I have to do? Oh, I had to recrown the new prince of the Riverwalk for 2018. So we have a big, uh, it's the Riverwalk Coronation, which is an official Fiesta event. And I had to crown that, the new king, or the new prince. Um, what else do we do, man? So much stuff. Um, Battle of Flowers Parade, yeah, uh, yeah. King William Fair, Nyosa, um, Palo Heights Night. By chance, uh, uh, when you went to the uh, Oyster Bake, did you get to see Mike Jones perform? No man, I miss Mike Jones. Uh-huh. I had to do something. I had to do something the night before, so I had to go. I got to go the second day. I did see Sean Paul, which was cool. Yep, yep. But, it was the uh, next night, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I'm I'm from Texas, and I like uh, I like hip hop and rap, and explore, especially you know uh, underground Texas stuff. Like, so you, you know, know who ESG is? Yeah. Okay, so th- this is gonna make you feel good. Uh, right. I had ESG last week on. I had Mike Jones on yesterday and i had you scheduled for today so i'm telling my colleague i'm like yeah i had a esg i have mike jones last night i have uh i have spur jesus and she looks at me and says i don't know who the hell you're talking about except spur jesus and i couldn't (laughs) quit laughing and i was like i was like hold on time out who mike jones 281-330-8004 i was like you don't remember mike jones back then they didn't want me she's like nope i just know spurs jesus And I was man, like, man, that's what I'm talking man, about. Hold up. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, man. Uh, first of all, that's cool. Thanks for telling me that story. I needed that. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. So a long time ago, when I was like 18, I was uh, I was signed to a record label. Believe it or not, as a rapper. Damn. And one of the songs, one of the songs that I uh, did on a mixtape before was to that exact. Uh, Mike Jones song and I Back did my then? own version of it. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It was it, so. Yeah, I had my. Uh, yeah, I had a, a remix to that. It was awesome. I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not gonna redo it. Hey, if you want, if you want to <laughs> drop some bars tonight, I'm not, I'm not gonna drop some bars right now. That's a whole other show, another episode. Okay, brother. okay. You know who you have to get me in contact with? I've been in contact with him, by the way, and he said and he said he would do the podcast. But it sounds like uh, you you can maybe be able to help me out. You know, if you. Get get Kyle Lee on, you know. He, yeah, yeah. He he yeah. Was, he's already said he would be on. Like I said, he actually um we just had some schedule conflicts so far. So yeah, I'm gonna get Kyle Lee on too. Um, uh, you yeah, know who Rob I, I, the original is? Yeah, man. Yeah, yep. Rob actually uh, he's a friend of mine. He was uh, we were texting the other day. Oh no he, way. Uh, yeah, he's actually one time came to uh, I was throwing a rooftop party last year at the St. Anthony Hotel downtown, and he came by and uh, actually did. Uh, some salt art on one of the tables. It was made of glass, and he did salt art of me. At the time, I had a, a local artist that had done an image of me that said Spurs Jesus for president on it because oh. it was during, yeah. And so Rob came out and did it on the table. It was pretty dope. How long does something like that take? I know that I should be asking Man, that guy, that, that guy is incredibly talented. I mean, literally, he was, he just came to the party to party. I invited right. him to come out, and, uh, and, you know, we were hanging out and kind of, you know, chilling and, you know, just talking, telling stories and stuff. And he was like, you know what, man? He was like, can you give me some salt? And he was like, y'all, y'all. I was like, yeah, man, it's a hotel. Let me send somebody to go grab some salt. Nice. And so, yeah, one of the one of the uh, valet guys went and grabbed some salt and bring it back up. And 
he just busted it out probably less than 10 minutes on the table, man. It was no crazy. No shit, 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 10, maybe 10 minutes, man. No no lie. And it was and it was on the rooftop, windy, and, and it was pretty dope. It's actually on my Instagram page. Okay. You probably have to scroll scroll back to like yeah. a year ago. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was literally thinking of everybody from San Antonio, from Spur players, you know, like I said, Kyle Lee, Rob the Original. And, and yep. of course, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, of course, you, you come to mind. People love you. The, another quick story about yourself is I told my cousin, well, first things first, I don't like to tell people, like, advertise guests until it's actually done because, you know, like, like even you, like, we, we, you, you were ready to record one night. I wasn't able to, like, just schedule conflicts. Yeah, what it, if, it's what hard to get everybody on, on the same page. So typically I don't like to, you know, advertise episodes until it's already done. And I yeah. did tell my cousin. My cousin was uh, at my house a couple weeks ago. And yeah. he, we're talking about the podcast, and we're talking about you know ESG, Magno. You know, I, I don't know if you're a big UFC fan, but like uh, got Michelle Waterson, the Karate Hottie on, and just different yeah, people yeah. Um, on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, you know, I reached out to Spurs Jesus, and uh, he he said he would be on. And he was like, no way. And I was like, yeah. And I didn't. He's my family. I didn't think I needed to tell him, but you know, don't say nothing. And he just yeah. goes out on my social media and was like, hey, man, when when's that Spurs Jesus that Spurs Jesus episode going to drop? And I had like three or four uh, comments like, you got Spurs Jesus, you got Spurs Jesus. And I was like, ah, shit, that, that's not sold up yet. <laughs> so I had to tell him like, hey, man, that, that one hasn't dropped yet. You know, hey, you, you, leaked, you leaked the information, he, he bro. Leaked it, yeah, he leaked the info, <laughs> man. So, yeah, I'm glad to have you on tonight. Glad to be on, man. Thanks Damn, for thinking man. of me, bro. How, how does how does the Spurs Jesus thing work? Like, when did when did when did the uh, persona is that a is call it a persona? Like, how does that get created? Yeah, man, is man, just a super like you said, super fans growing up, just always been a diehard Spur fan. And yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's 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 a weird story, dude. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's crazy, and it, it everybody thinks that. You know, and I, I, I say it, you know, being humbled and flattered that people think that. And, you know, I have gotten good at it over the years. But people come up to me sometimes and think that I got, you know, some sort of marketing genius or went to school for, for got my degree in, in marketing and stuff like that because of this. This totally was not the plan, man. It was totally a, an accident that it ended up turning into being such a, I guess, local staple now as a brand, you know. But so it really, it it happened. I guess eight years ago it started, and uh, uh, really, I just had a. I, I decided to be Jesus for Halloween one year, okay. and uh, yeah, I was I, I was a personal trainer at the time, and I have a beard. Always had a beard, and uh, but I used to keep it a lot shorter and more business professional, you know. Um, and then one year, I just kind of always hated shaving, hated it, so I just let my beard grow out a little bit longer wasn't anywhere as near as long as it is now it's just a little bit longer right. and a bunch of my co-workers and trainer buddies were like dude you're starting to look like you know like you live on the streets and someone was like <laughs> yeah and someone was like you look like jesus and i was like well you know what and it was right around halloween time and i didn't have a, a halloween costume right. but every year i've always been pretty creative and artistic and stuff like that so uh, every year i'd make my own costume you know and so I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll be Jesus this year. And so, like, my mom helped me, helped me make the costume. We did it together and stuff like that. And and uh, I went out and I lived downtown and, and I knew everybody. And so I, I had a great time and it was a big hit as a costume. Everybody got a kick out of it. I had fun. 
Uh, and the next day was NFL Sunday. And so my brother, I have an older brother, and him and I have always kind of been jokesters, pranksters with each other. And he had a barbecue for the Dallas Cowboys football game. We've nice. always been die, diehard. Yeah, always been diehard Cowboys fans. Always been diehard uh, Longhorns fans and Spurs fans, you know, forever. So uh, I go over to his house for a, a Dallas Cowboys barbecue. And he's got all his boys over there that he's grown up. And he's five years older than me. So they all have watched me grow up, you know, and, and all kind of. Same thing, picked on me growing up or older brother style. You know, we all right. play sports together, all that, you know. So just to mess with them all, I show up and, and to this party, this you know Dallas Cowboys game watching party and show up still dressed in Jesus costume. And so I ring the doorbell and I'm standing there dressed like Jesus when they open the door and they're like, they all just, you know, crack up and die laughing, man, seeing me standing there like that. So, um you know, barbecue and beers later, we're still watching the game and everybody's, you know, I just keep feeling everybody staring at me. And, uh, you know, every time I look over at, at my brother, he just dies laughing again and is like, man, it's tripping me out. You look like Jesus. You should go to a Spurs game like that sometimes. So uh, we used to get tickets from clients every once in a while that were pretty good seats uh, to the Spurs games. Right. And so I was like, yeah, man, I should hold a sign that says Jesus loves the Spurs and maybe they'll put me on Sports Center. So, uh, so the original idea was that I just wanted to get a screen grab of myself on Sports Center and have it blown up and and uh, framed. And one day when I have kids of my own, tell them, like, look how crazy your dad was, what right. a diehard fan he was. You know, if you ever have a dream or an idea don't be afraid to to try it and right. so uh i kept my costume in a storage container and that's kind of where that idea was born and three years later i was still a personal trainer in the fitness industry and i had a client call me up one night and uh tell me that he couldn't make our workout but to make it up to me he'd give me his first tickets for the game that night and uh they were courtside and so i was Ooh. like oh my gosh yeah growing up you know growing up the way i grew up you know i never ever even thought about sitting courtside right. that was even a you know, so I was like, wow. And so uh, I was like, hey, man, I've had this idea for a couple of years of doing this, you know, going to, the, going to the game dressed like Jesus and trying to get on Sports Center. And he was like, man, I love it. Do it. Go for it. And so I did it. And it, it was crazy. It was nerve wracking. I had never done anything like that before. And so showing up at the Spurs game in front of, you know, you know, what is it, 11 to 18,000 people or whatever we have there, yeah. you know, it was yeah. freaking nerve, nerve wracking, man, you know. So, but it was great. It was cool. Such a great experience. Uh, you know, when I remember, I remember when I was walking down the steps, they turned the lights off in the AT&T Center, and I was getting closer and closer to the court. And uh, I thought they were going to do, you know, where, they, where the Spurs come out and they drop the lights. And, exactly. you know, they, yeah. And so I'm not thinking anything of it. Well, as soon as I stepped actually on the court, because I had to go all the way down, I had the courtside seats, uh, they shine a spotlight right on me. Oh. And I like, yeah. And so I'm frozen. And, and uh, the coyote comes and he slides across the court, comes running, slides across the court on his knees and gets down and like kisses my feet in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is um, your first game, right? First game ever, man. Oh, I mean, I mean, of course, first I mean, game yeah, ever first, as, as, as Jesus. Right, right. right. And I didn't even have the name Spurs Jesus because, like, again, it was only supposed to be a one-time thing. It wasn't supposed to turn into like a character or something right. like that. You know, the other idea behind it was kind of that at the time when I started, you know, I'm sure you remember if you've been a Spurs fan for a long time, but there was a time period, you know, where the Spurs would get no love in the, in the media on Sports Center, on Sports Talk Radio. Right. I mean, we would just we would just get overlooked. I mean, we've won how many championships? Right. And I mean, and and we would get, you know, the, the 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 news Sports Center and these newscasters would talk about, 
you know, hey, the Spurs just won their fourth championship and brush right over that. And it's been, you know, 15 minutes talking about how LeBron James tweeted that he accidentally deleted his whole contact list out of his cell phone. And that's right. a bigger story yep. than the Spurs winning a championship. You know what I mean? So that is a Spurs fan, the fact that we never got much love and always kind of were hated on in the media. And it was always the reason why we always were hated on is because we were considered a small market team, you know, and so we don't have flashy superstar players. We kind of play more of the team ball thing and, right. and uh, we don't have like courtside celebrities like they do in L.A. and Spike Lee and in New York and stuff like that, which is a quiet, small market team that keeps on winning, you know, and so that was frustrating. So that was part of the whole Jesus at the game idea was that there's no more like, you know, bigger celebrity in the history of time than Jesus was, you know, and so if Jesus was a fan of any sports team out there in any sport, you know, who would it be? And, you know, obviously it would be the Spurs, you know, so that was kind of the idea. And uh, so anyway, so yeah, that's how it started. And um, it, it went kind of small scale viral. The NBA.com actually wrote a story kind of similar to what the story I just told you about right. the, you know, Jesus being the biggest celebrity fan of all time kind of thing. And, and no franchise is a better epitome of what Jesus would be a fan of, you know. Yes, uh, yes sir. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it went small scale viral, but it didn't make it to Sports Center. Uh, and so after that first game, uh, I didn't really think about doing it again, but my brother was kind of, I was telling him the story about how much fun it was and it was all over the news telling him about that. And he was like, well, hey man, you should make a social media page. And, you know, maybe through through Facebook and social media, SportsCenter will find out about you faster and, and you'll put you on. And so uh, I created a Facebook page and that's how I ended up getting the name Spurs Jesus because you can't just be Jesus on on uh, Facebook. You got to pick a first and last name. So I was like, okay, I'll be Spurs Jesus, you know? And so... Then that's how people started to recognize me. I went to the games a couple more times, and people would come up and want to take their pictures with me and meet me and stuff like that, and and would ask me if I would if, if I charged to take photos. And I was like, no, I'll just tag me in your photo, and they'd be like, tag you as what? And I'd say Spurs Jesus. So then people started learning kind of the name the name recognition. Right. That's not just some guy dressed like Jesus. That's Spurs Jesus, you know. Are you sure you didn't have a, a marketing degree, bud? <laughs> no, but I I definitely could teach a class now. I got Holy my master's shit. degree in marketing now. <laughs> I mean, seriously, um, you couldn't have predicted like a better first night like at the game. I know, man. Yeah, it was Holy crazy. Shit. It was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Perfect timing and perfect opportunity with the courtside thing. For so sure. now I'm guessing you can't go anywhere. Like even if you're not in costume, do, do people recognize you? Oh yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it happened today. I was taking my dogs out, you know, and someone. I ran into me in the stairwell and, and I, I mean, I don't remember ever meeting the guy before and he was talking <laughs> to me like, you know, about like, Hey man, you're, you know, your Saturday, your party at King William fair was real cool. And, you know, it looked awesome and great job. And I'm sure you're tired and, and all that. And he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm Brent by the way. And you know, I was right. like, okay, yeah, man. Yeah. Quick question but, on um, that. Like, like, does it ever like, I don't I don't want to say overwhelming or kind of get like tired. Cause like you, you hear like spur players, like, like Tim Duncan, like for instance, he he. Uh, I'd ask if my my nephew could take a picture with him at the zoo. He yeah. said no. You know, you get different people's opinions. Well, you know, he just wants to go to the zoo. Like I I know Spurs Jesus, of course, isn't Tim Duncan, but like yeah. again, you you are. I mean, whether you fully recognize it or not, you are a local celebrity in the in the San Antonio community. Does it ever get to a point where you're like, man, I just really don't want to take a picture right now? Whether it's at H E B, Whataburger, I mean. Or you're I mean, always down for it. 
Well, look, I mean, I got to say that I, I have a very unique uh, aspect from a celebrity standpoint because of the fact that, like, I mean, I truly have the whole, like, Batman, Bruce Wayne thing going on. Exactly. Because, like, when I, when I put the costume on and I'm dressed like Spurs Jesus, I mean, of course, everywhere I go, I'm, you know, every, I'm super recognizable. Because also, I mean, think about it. I, I always wear – the only thing that changes is my hat. I mean, so I always have the same – exact hair, look hair, you know right, what i mean right. yeah but i mean like the costume the white robe with the sash and and you know championship rings and hat and glasses oh, and look look like jesus kind of thing you know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of like waldo it's like where's waldo waldo always looks like waldo you just got to find him you know what i mean 100%. but once you see him you're like there's waldo you know right. so my point is is like you know i could be in a, in a room and everybody's going to be able to recognize oh there's first jesus over there whereas like you know let's say I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how to. I was trying to think of another celebrity. Let's just say, let's say Patty Mills could be in the room, but Patty Mills is dressed like a normal person. And if you didn't like look over and actually analyze, oh, there's Patty Mills. Like, oh wow, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, for, I, I get it. I get it. People, yeah. people's outfits change, so it's hard. I'm easily recognizable. If you could, you could see me from across the park and be like, oh man, there's Bruce Jesus over there. But you know, are you so, still pretty uh, so, much flattered with it? Like, it's still. It... Well, well, yeah, but so what I, what I mean by that is. Uh, when I'm Spurs Jesus, I mean, that's the whole point is to take pictures with the fans, to have a good time. That's kind of, I expect to do that. You know, mm -hmm. I think that, I think that sometimes, sometimes I can imagine how, like, let's say Kanye West must feel, right? When Kanye West, Kanye West can never stop being Kanye West. His 100%. face is always Kanye West. Right. He can't take it off. Right. You know what I mean? So he can't go anywhere. Well, the same like, thing well, with, like, your, with Tim well, like Duncan, you, you know? You said that you got stopped, you know, when you were trying to take your dogs out. So like in situations well, like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's okay. I mean, sometimes you don't want to, I'm just saying, sometimes I could see how it could, it could be overwhelming if you could never turn it off. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I have the opportunity, uh, you know, it's, it, I don't know, I don't always get recognized. I mean, I probably get recognized maybe once a day by somebody, but mm -hmm. I can imagine how, like, if you're sitting somewhere just trying to, let's say you're at, I mean, Mikieta and you're trying to sit there and you're trying to eat your food and like, you can't. You can't even have a bite with your, you know, your partner, your wife, your significant other, your family, right. because every every other bite, someone wants to come up with you and, and take a picture. And you don't want to be rude and be like, no, man, I'm eating my enchiladas. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, back exactly. off. I got a mouthful. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. But but and then you're there's also the whole behind the scenes thing, man, of, of like, you know, you start to feel the pressure of. You know, your family wants their time with you too, and you yeah, know, yes, and uninterrupted, uh, un, you know, interrupted time with you, and and sometimes it can be overwhelming for the others around you, especially when they're trying to, you know, have a little bit of alone time with you, and, and, and it's impossible to have it, right. you know. So yeah, it can be, it can be overwhelming, but again, you know, for me, it's not like I'm a, a multi-million-dollar paid you know, contracted athletic star, NBA player, you know what I mean? I kind of signed myself up for a gig that means I got to be taking pictures of people and do that stuff and be humble about it and not be a, especially since I'm the whole, it's the whole, what would Jesus do thing? You know, <laughs> yeah. I can't, yeah, you I think, can't be you like the, uh, the character, right? Exactly. I can't be like, Hey man, screw you. I don't want to take a picture with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Doesn't give Jesus a good look. I get it. No. Yeah. So a couple so, more questions. Like I said, I know, I know, uh, we're kind of going over, but um, I apologize. Um, no, it's all right, man. I've couple, been, I've been Stony, talking. Stony, or beer bongs, beer bongs, and Bentleys. I'm gonna go Stony. Stony, me too. Okay, good. I, I seen that you're a, a Post Malone fan. Are you gonna go see him in Austin when he comes? 
Yeah, man, I saw him the first time he was here or in Austin for at Stubbs, and it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a uh, I was a Post Malone fan before I saw him live, and uh, after I saw him live, I was like, dang, this dude's the real deal. Right. I mean, he 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 was legit. Man, I, I feel like um, with Post Malone, really quick, I just I, I feel like I, I well, kind of like everybody, like I was huge on him when um, when White Iverson came out. I loved White Iverson. But I mean, other than that one, and I don't want to die too young. There wasn't really much of them. But as soon as uh, Stony came out, the world caught on, and, and me and my friend, yeah. uh, LJ, LJ's uh, technically my co-captain in the podcast, but he wasn't able to make it tonight. Like we we were talking like other than like legitimately like Mike Jones, we've never seen somebody blow up so quick. Like post yeah, went I mean, from like zero to one hundred quick. Well, I mean, okay, so uh, you know, not, I'm not. I know you said you had Mike Jones on yesterday. I'm a fan of Mike Jones. But not to disrespect Mike Jones, I feel like uh, Mike Jones became blew up way quicker or quick with the whole Mike Jones who gimmick and right. the phone number thing gimmick, right? right? Agree. I think I think that uh, Post Malone, however, is just like far more musically talented, though. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he and no disrespect to Mike Jones at all. I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw an interview with uh, Post where he was talking about that, you know, he loves hip-hop music, but he's not, he's only doing hip-hop music really primarily solely uh, to get into the game. He's he, like, he I know that if I... for that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, first of all, it's genius. The fact that he even has the foresight to realize that, hey, y'all going to let me into the game with this, uh, but I really want to do whatever I want. I want to sit down and play the guitar. I want right. to sit down and, and do my version of uh, Black Hole Sun or whatever, which I've seen him do. He pulled something out at, at, uh, at uh, Stubbs. Yeah, at the concert, dude, and he wailed on the guitar. It was crazy. Uh, and so he's just... I, I appreciate the fact that he also has the balls just to say, yo, this is what I did and why I did it, and y'all right. let me do it, and I did it well, and look at me. I'm, and, and you know, now look at him, right? Number, I'm, number, I'm number one. Yeah, yeah number one artist. You're going you're gonna to yeah. be there in um, June? Yeah, I mean, you know, I appreciate you reminding me because I need to get on getting my tickets, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. Are, are, are you going to be there as a person, or is Spurs Jesus going to be there? I guess that is still yet to be seen. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Wayne I'm or not, Batman? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yet. I'm not sure yet. It, it, we're we're expecting a a baby Jesus. Oh, a baby Jesus congratulations! Thanks, man. So oh, uh, nice. You know, that's that's about a what's that? You know, a month and a half away. So yeah. When's the due date? September. So okay. Okay. Nice. She'll Congrats. she'll be she'll be kind of. We'll see how she feels, but yeah. I know she she loves Post Malone. Oh, dope. And one one of the things that we talked about doing is we want we want the we want the baby. We call it the little nugget. We want the little nugget to be uh, a Spurs fan and a Post Malone fan and a concert fan and a music fan and all that stuff. So there you go. Hey, that's that's the, a start right there, right? Yeah, the little nugget's been to a bunch of Spurs games and it, was at the was at the Final Four. Was that he's been all over the place. Is, is that <laughs> your Spurs car? The it's a Buick, right? Yeah, that's my car. Wow. It's also my Fiesta medal. So if you go to my page, you know, ask hey, for Jesus. Hey, or... I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, I, I didn't want to spill the beans too quick. I got one of those medals. All right, my mom. You I got a medal? No, nice. oh, for sure. I told my mom that you were going to be on the podcast, and and I don't know where she got it, but she's like, hey, I got you a Spurs Jesus medal. And again, we planned on doing this uh, podcast and video, and I, and I actually have the medal on right now. 
um, but we didn't That's end up nice. doing a video. But yeah, I definitely have the Spurs Jesus medal. Um, how does that make you feel? Just having a so, medal, man. Like again, that makes you that makes you a staple in the city for sure. Oh, thanks, man. And uh, it's cool. Uh, uh, it's it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to see like your stuff like becoming stuff. You know, right. one of the things one of the things that I told my brother we had this conversation yesterday um, was one of the you know once I kind of started realizing that I had like an, uh, an opportunity with the with the Spurs Jesus thing to really make a difference as far as doing charity work and giving back and stuff like that, uh, and that I should really kind of use that platform. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to do that is because I, I realized that some people aren't, you know, other than their family legacy, they are lucky enough to have that. Some people aren't remembered beyond when they leave this earth, when we when we move on, when we die, you know. And uh, your things and your your persona, your character, this brand you've built, kind of turn into things. And, and the reason why I, I we're talking about this topic was that I had a friend that's a local artist that passed away you know, years ago. And after he passed away, he was a very, I didn't realize how well known and well loved he was. And until after he was gone and he was very, very talented artist, very successful artist, his artists all over the city and still is. And, um, and it made me realize kind of how neat that is to be kind of your legacy lives on beyond your your death you know what mm -hmm. i mean if you if you make an impact like that and in a positive way and he had definitely done that and so it made me kind of realize the importance of that and that that i wanted to make sure that i left my mark on san antonio and the planet and my community as as positively as i can while i was here and i was remembered remembered as such after i'm gone mm -hmm. and uh, and so you know we were talking about how uh, there were some prints that some artists had done of me that's, you know, for my campaign uh, for Man of the Year, Leukemia Lymphoma. And then I have this medal with my car on it. And I have, this is actually my fourth medal. I have other ones from four years ago. Oh, wow. uh, but shirts and stuff like that. And, and just somebody had told me, though, that, that they were, they bought one of the prints. And it's really great art. I'll have to show you a picture sometime. Right. Uh, but they bought one and told me how they were excited to have me hanging up in their home. <laughs> and uh, it was really cool and humbling, and that's what that's what I was telling my brother. How it was neat to see how kind of that 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 dream and vision that I always wanted of kind of being remembered, you know, beyond things, and, and being remembered as a positive influence in, in in the city and in our community is kind of coming to fruition and happening. So it's just been a, a neat and humbling and, and and blessing of a journey, man. So we can't wrap up this podcast without talking, of course, about the Spurs. This will be the last topic. But, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you probably, I mean, for sure, follow the Spurs more than I do. Whether it's, you know, the Kawhi drama, Pop, and, and you know, the unfortunate, the unfortunate, you know, circumstances that he's been under, you know, lately. You know, does Tony Parker return? Does, does Manu Ginobili return? I mean, there's so many different question marks. Does Danny Green get moved? I mean... Spurs Jesus, you know best. You're the heart of the city. You're the you're the the super fan. Tell tell us how the uh, tell us how the Spurs off season goes. You think Kawhi is uh, back in the Spurs jersey? Uh, you know, I I I really I really gotta say I hope so. I mean, I don't right. I don't know, and I don't know which way I lean. You know, it kind of depends. Kind of depends on the day you ask me. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I agree. I agree. Like, I think that's the, the same rest time of the world as well. You know, 
I'll tell you, the last you know, Kawhi rumor I heard uh, publicized was that, you know, he basically was talking about that next season. One of his things is he wants Pop to reduce his workload. I mean, if you read between the lines there and look at the context clues, what does that say? Yeah, he's complaining about Pop and there's the turmoil. Is he going to stay or is he going to go? But it also sounds like he wants to say if he's talking about next season, I right. want Pop to right. you know reduce my workload a little bit. That means that he's planning on being here next season. Yeah, you know? I agree. So, um, you know, and I love Kawhi, and I hate that people are starting to turn their backs on Kawhi a little bit. I know it's been a you know dramatic and frust- frustrating season because I think the problem is, is nobody knows, and that's what makes it even harder. Exactly. It's like sometimes, sometimes like you know, let's put you know put it in the context of a relationship. You know, if you if you think your partner's cheating, but you don't know, like it just makes it so worse. Once you once you know, you right. can say you know I know, and now we're moving on, and that's that. You know, I'm, we're breaking up. It's not working. That's that. You know. So that's a it's, it's, it's frustrating because there's the oh what's happening uh, with Pop you know Pop had the you know the terrible situation losing his wife she's been battling a, obviously a condition for a long time that no one knew about uh, and uh, you know I we wish him the best and, and wish her and the family the best and 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 uh, hope that she rests in peace and all that and and uh, as far as Pop goes you know, I'm sure he needs time to time to recover and and get get right. Um, I know that our, you know, Messina came in and did a great job coaching. I heard Charlotte's Charlotte's interested in him. Um, I think with that, I think Pop might have a couple years left. Uh, it would make uh, some some sort of sense for Messina to kind of take over since he did take over and did a great job. Uh, but it would also be kind of a sad way to see Pop end his career of his wife dying and then him just not coming back at all. You know, that that wouldn't happen, I don't think. So I think we got a couple years left with Pop. With Manu, I could see Manu playing another year. Manu's 40. Vince Carter is another old player in the league who's doing a great job. Vince Carter's 41. I could definitely see Manu coming back for at least another year. He's playing he, like he wants to. I mean, you could not you know, tell by, by you know, his play that he, he plans yeah. on retiring. He's... He, he, he looks Diving incredible. for loose balls. I mean, he looks in, he looks incredible. What do you I mean, call it? Grandpa him. juice. Grandpa juice. <laughs> Sipping on that grandpa juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, with him, I, I mean, I've been watching the Spurs since Manu was picked up on the Spurs. Right. I mean, you with, know, with the long hair, or, or got him. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was he was yeah. halfway to Jesus right there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I've always been a Manu fan. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And so, but I can remember. Just about every season, there you know Manu's great. Don't I don't think that this is me knocking Manu at all. But I can remember every season at least once, and sometime in, being in the playoffs, being like, "God, Manu, why'd you do that?" You know, 100%, 100%. or hundred percent. But but this season, not at all. I mean, he looks incredible. At 40, he looks incredible. I mean, you know, and so I I see him staying around another year. Same thing with Tony. I think Tony's got at least a year or two with him. Tony said he owns a team over in France, I believe, and and, uh, he was talking about basically finishing his career on his team. So if he's got a couple years of basketball left, maybe one or two in the NBA, and then he's got one overseas, and then he's done. Right, okay. And do you see any any other big moves? I mean, that may surprise people. Whether it's Patty, Danny Green, Lamarcus Aldridge, do you think those pieces stay in place? I'll tell you what. I got a I got a friend. Uh, that let's we'll just call him an insider friend that came to my party, a very undercover on Saturday, and showed me a text message chain with Danny and Lamarcus and Tim Duncan and and uh, Pop and Manu and Patty and. 
and uh, it was Danny Green, and it was a bunch of sad cry emoji faces, or the one with a little sad face and the teardrop. And it was like, don't let them send me to wherever they're talking about sending him. I forgot what it said. Right. Uh, but don't let don't let them send me there. And and everybody was kind of talking about that. He doesn't want to go, and nobody wants him to go. So. You know what's uh, neat about Danny Green is he's he's one of the nicest spur players too. Me and him go to the same barber shop, and I keep oh, yeah. that. He says he says hello to everybody. He says goodbye to everybody. He's dapping yeah. everybody up. He's just a good guy. So I don't want to see him go either. No, Danny. Danny's great, man. Him and I, believe it or not, we uh, we we got each other's number, and every once in a while he'll shoot me a text, or I'll shoot him a text, and uh, you know he's. He's talked about helping me out with this uh, charity campaign I'm doing to raise money for for cancer research, and he's a great guy. He's signed a my mom. He's my my mom is his biggest fan. She like nice. goes nuts over nice. Danny Green, um, and so he one time right after we won the championship in 2014, autographed a bunch of hats for her and my family as Christmas gifts and, and stuff like that. And and uh, you know also cool cool story about Danny Green is him and I actually had a Snapchat filter together one time. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, it was like my face and his face together. And uh, yeah, if you, it's another another picture that's on my Instagram. If yeah, you scroll down my Instagram to about a about a year ago, it's, I think it's like him and me and my mom standing there, and it's his little face and my little face. We almost look like little South Park characters. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. But yeah, I love Danny. He's awesome. Um, you know, don't want to see him go, but again, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard this, but basketball is a business at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. and so he's always been on the chopping block. Though, I'm not saying I'm surprised he hasn't, you know, been traded prior, but like every time you hear a Spurs trading rumor, he's the centerpiece of it. So, I guess yeah, that I, mean, wouldn't I agree. Really, uh, and he's he's a great he's a great player, you know. So uh, that wouldn't really surprise me. And you heard it here first. If that happens, Spurs, Jesus. Giving some, right. some some of the four one one, is, is Spurs right, Jesus right. allowed to have a favorite Spur player, a favorite Spur player of all time? I mean, you know, I, my I'll tell you, my favorite Spurs player of all time has been since a little a little kid, David Robinson. And nice. so, I, I, fun fact, I have a ton of Spurs gear and hats and shirts and socks and you name it. Uh, but I've only owned one. Spurs jersey my entire life and it's David Robinson one nice. and I wear it, yeah and I wear it uh, and I almost feel like I don't get another one because it's like cheating on Undated. on the admiral on the admiral <laughs> <laughs> right right and for forever I would wear it under my uh, costume all the time I would go to games it was like superstition and and uh, and it, it worked uh, and so for for Christmas recently though my brother got me a custom Spurs Jesus jersey so I started wearing number twenty five right. Number twenty-five, yeah, man. Um, and then, uh, but you know, I gotta, I gotta say that after Timmy has kind of had the career that he's had, and I got to, you know, be be a part of watching it all kind of unfold. A lot of times, sitting courtside, and and got to experience the championship in twenty fourteen, and you know, I was there courtside game five when we won, and uh, got to stand on the court. And it was it was awesome. Are you so, a season ticket holder now? Uh, I'm not a season ticket holder. I have a uh, partnership with Best Tickets. So that, if you yeah. need tickets, you yeah. can get tickets at besttickets.com with my promo code SJ10. Oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Best Tickets is a great partner too. They 
uh, the, the, the partnership we have, I kind of, it's like being a season ticket holder, except I'm not always in the same seats, which is pretty cool because, yeah, uh, I get to meet all the Spurs family. I'm right. all over the place. And nice. so, um, yeah. And they, and they're a big, a big, uh, a great partner because they, they really helped me do a lot of stuff in the, in the community as far as giving back goes. They, they just wrote a big check the other day for my campaign to, to raise money for blood cancer research as well. So great partners, man. It's cool to, it's cool to have partners. So I, I don't want to take too much of your time again. I, I know we went way over, so I do apologize, but um, where can okay. people find you on social media? Where can people, you know, donate to your cause and get you to the man of the year? Well, so you can find me on social media, basically anywhere at Spurs Jesus. So on Instagram, at Spurs Jesus. Facebook, backslash Spurs Jesus. So on Twitter, same thing, at Spurs Jesus. Go to my website, SpursJesus.com. Um, and then in the there's a link, I believe, on my website for my uh, LLS donation page. Um, and then in the bio on my Instagram page, there should be a link there as well that they can click to get to donate. Uh, but other than that, man, you can find me. All over town, and pretty much if you want to know where my next event is or, or whatever I'm having going on, check out and follow me on, on those social media pages. Everything I'm doing for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is on there and announced on there. But we got some cool stuff coming up. Cinco de Mayo stuff, uh, golf tournament, bowling tournament, cool stuff for people to get in to help, help raise some money. You going to come out? Yes, sir. No, you have my word. You're going to meet me sooner than later. I promise that. There you go. Um, a quick question, last question about basketball, just because it kind of came to me now. Spurs are out of the playoffs, of of course. Who 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 do you, who who's gonna win it now? Man, quick quick, uh, quick NBA finals prediction right here, guys. Spurs Jesus. Finals prediction, man. Uh, that's a toughie. I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't want to say it, but I gotta say in the West, I'm gonna say Golden State. Ooh, I know. I will say. I, I will say for sure the Western Conference Finals obviously are going to be Golden State versus Houston. And I will say yes over the Rockets. I think that Golden State's just too much right now. Not that right. the Rockets aren't, right. but Golden State's just is too much. Um, and then out of the East, it's going to be either LeBron or the Sixers for sure. Uh, I actually have been watching the Sixers game tonight, but I paused it to talk to you. So if you know the out- outcome of the game, don't tell me. Okay, but- <laughs> okay, okay. But, uh, but yeah, uh, God, I, I want to say Sixers out of the East, but I don't want to count the King out, man. Right. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a LeBron. It's tough to, it's tough even, to. Though I'm a, even though I'm a diehard Spurs fan, I'm an NBA fan. I watch right. every game, all the games, especially playoff time. And uh, I love watching LeBron, man. LeBron is an amazing, amazing player. Well, well, let so me, I don't know. Let me wrap up by saying this. Um, I started from the bottom. Now we're here. You, you again, just telling your story. You, you, this became like a something you you did for fun, and, and like you said, you you created a legacy. You created a persona. You, you you're doing things for the community. You're on you're on my podcast. I mean, you you're doing everything to 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 really you know cement a legacy here in San Antonio. I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for you to be on the podcast. Um, how you know how personable you are and how you know nice you were to, to get on the podcast. I, I, I want to thank you. And again, I, I kid you not, you will meet me sooner than later. Keep, continue doing what you're doing. Um, everybody listening, go donate. Um, make this guy the man of the year. He deserves it. And uh, seriously, we're, of course, we're both from San Antonio. So, so the On Wax community is definitely rooting for you. And uh, we'll definitely be in contact soon. Well, hey, man, I appreciate all the kind words and you giving me the opportunity to be on the show and tell the story and reach out to your followers, man. Thanks to everybody that's listening and that goes on to donate. And again, you know, 
of course, go Spurs, go. And uh, I can't wait to wait to meet you, brother, at the next event, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right, it. man. Okay, All right, thank keep you, brother. Keep your head Talk up, man. Go Spurs, go. All right, later, congratulations man. on your little nugget. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'll right. share it with the lady. All right. Have a good day. Right, I'll watch that too, game. Brother. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. All right, man. That was Spurs. Jesus. Motherfuckers just got my fucking phone died. I'm a, how the fuck my phone died? Spurs. Jesus. Goddamn. Motherfucking slipping. Motherfucking tripping. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn it. It's, it's, all, it's all good. He was a good sport. Shit, I told him 15, 20 minutes. We looking at the 45 minute mark. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. San Antonio, we we got it, we got it, we got it. You know, we 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 keep it tight knit in the San Antonio community. I didn't want to tell him I'm a Rocket fan, but Spurs, but but but, 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 but LJ's a Spurs fan. And, 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 and to be clear, I mean, I know a lot of people are, are rolling their eyes right now. Spurs are my number two team, okay? So I don't want to hear shit from nobody. Goddamn it, I can't help that I like the Rockets. Wasn't by choice, damn it. But Spurs, Jesus, um, good good guy, um. Man, you know, um, yeah, seriously, I mean, with the the stuff that he's doing in the community, just, you know, all the events that he was talking about being at Fiesta, you know, from 6 a.m. To, to prepping the events and being at every single event, you know, he mentioned the the Battle of the Flowers Parade and Niosa and Oyster Break, and I mean, I don't even, he should listen to it back and get all the events, like, it's crazy, so he's a dope dude, so I, I definitely will, you, you got my word. San Antonio, if you're listening to this, you got my word. I'm making it a priority. As soon as I get back from Miami, I'm meeting Spurs. Jesus, goddammit. Promise. I promise we're going to make it happen. J-Hen, LJ, on wax, the podcast, Spurs Jesus. Let's go! San Antonio, what's up, baby?